Best to have you. Beautiful. Thank you so much, Minister. Uh, blessed to be here as well. Um, so today it's going to get pretty, pretty deep. Okay. Um, we're going to dive into a, a very serious topic today. Um, and I, I want to welcome everyone, of course, back to the workshop. I uh, want to thank everyone again also for having me be a part of this beautiful journey that God has put me in position to be a, a vessel and player in the communities to help bring change. So today, we're going to talk about a word that, uh, for lack of better words, the community of homosexuals cringe upon, right? Um, and that's the word abomination. And I'm sure that everyone uh, here on uh, in the workshop today uh, is, is familiar with the word. And um, we're going to dive a little bit more deeply into the meaning of it. And I thought this would be a very good topic uh, considering that our goal with Royalty Ministries Community Foundation is to bring more people into the ministry and let them know that they can be accepted here with Royalty Ministry Community Foundation. And so through that acceptance, um, you know, being something that we wanna open the door for, um, I think that we also need to be very well prepared for certain topics of conversation that could come up. And this is one of them, right? So, uh, you know, do you know the one word that most homosexuals find cringing, the word abomination, again, is the one that can instill fear into believers of the homosexual community? And in my experience, anytime the church has spoken about same-sex relationships, it's been referred to as an abomination. So what is the true meaning of the word by definition? And if you look it up, it actually literally says that it's a thing that causes disgust, disgust or hatred, disgust or hatred, and it's a feeling of hatred. This is how it, it, it's described. This is the definition in a nutshell, right? And I found that to be very interesting because in the eyes of God, God is, you know, and it, it's love. God is love, not hate. But when you go into certain uh, books of the Bible, John 1, chapter 2, verse 9 says, Anyone who claims to be in the light but hates a brother or sister is still in the darkness. So I'm not left with why the final certain acts could be above and beyond indecent and by definition considered an abomination. Leviticus 20.13 says, if a man lies with a male as with a woman, both of them have committed an abomination they shall surely be put to death, their blood is upon them. So we're getting heavy now. Deuteronomy says, and this is uh, 22, verse 22, or chapter 22, I apologize, verse five, which says, a woman shall not wear a man's garment, nor shall a man put on a woman's cloak. For whoever does these things is an abomination, is an abomination to the Lord your God. This is like, I, I, as I go through these verses, I, I want you all to really think on this because I'm going to go around the workshop and I want to pick some 
some mindsets about these verses and what your thoughts are and how if a homosexual individual approached you about these particular books in the Bible and the verses and what their meanings are, what would your conversation sound like? Uh, Proverbs 28 uh, verse nine says, if one turns away his ear from hearing the law, even his prayer is an abomination. Proverbs chapter 15 verse 26 says, the thoughts of the wicked are an abomination to the Lord, but gracious words are pure. So we have a few of those uh, biblical verses there that don't really too much focus on the homosexual community, but it still talks about abomination, right? Which again is a thing that causes disgust or hatred, or it's a feeling of hatred. Our, our overall goal in the ministry is to reduce the hatred. So by all means, we don't want anyone to come into the ministry and feel as though because who they've chosen to love, that it's an abomination. Not here, not, not with Royalty Ministries Foundation, right? We, we, uh, we're not trying to uh, feel as though anything that a person is doing, uh, if it's in regards to love, is disgusting or hatred or even would make us have a feeling of hatred. Not here. That's not the goal. So um, I wanna open up the workshop to hear what some of your thoughts are around these verses and, and uh, you know, what your, how you would deliver upon the information being discussed with someone in the homosexual community. Peace and greetings, Sister Nicole, Sister City Life. I'm gonna sum it up really quickly, literally, God Allah has seven abominations and homosexuality is not one of them. I'm done. Okay, I, I like that. I like, I like what you're saying. I really love this. Um, and uh, so in the other seven uh, abominations, what are those? Hold on, give me just. Okay, we'll come back to you, uh, Brother Addis. Thank you. Um, anyone else have any thoughts on this? Quiet room today. So my my thoughts are that um, you know, Brother Addis, he hit he hit the nail right on the head. I liked what he said, but there have been several groups of people who have referred to homosexuality as an abomination. Uh, and in fact, you hear it a lot in church homes. Um, it has been my own personal experience uh, hearing that, oh, you know, that's an, it's an abomination, you know, and uh, oftentimes, because of that thought process, the homosexual community has feared seeking a place to serve God. And this is one of the barriers that I feel, uh, you know, we as a whole here with Royalty Community, uh, Royalty Ministries Foundation, we need to really 
think on these things because, you know, our overall goal and concept is to help that community feel more uh, accepted. And we do not want them to stray away from the ministry because of this thought process that is developed in other church homes or other ministries, if you will. And I thought it would be a very important topic to discuss just because of that, you know, um, you know, because I, I'm a believer in the power of manifestation. Um, I believe personally that words are very powerful. Um, and, you know, when you say that some, what you, a, a choice that someone has made is an abomination already in that conversation alone, you've just said without so many words that this is something that caused you to be disgusted or have a feeling of hatred. <laughs> and um, we, we want to recognize these communities as people of God. And if they're distancing themselves away from the ministry because they feel as though what they're doing is an abomination or might end up being an abomination in the eyes of the ministry that's open arms to accept them, then you know it could it could cause some hurdles for us to maintain the audience that we're we're looking to cater to. And so uh, I thought this would be a great topic of conversation to have so that we can make sure that at least we are prepared for that conversation if it should come up as we grow this workshop. And it's a work in progress right now, right? Um, so far we have our Realty Ministries Community Foundation uh, members and leaders that are part of the workshop very consistently. Um, and we're right now working to bring others into the workshop who will be able to voice their own uh, thoughts. And you know, we keep them here in a safe place where they can share with us what bothers them about the journey that they're on as a homosexual. Um, if there's anything that we can do to offer them therapy or uh, counseling, you know, any assistance at all that would help deliver them from feeling as though they're not accepted is what our overall goal and focus is. And that word, um, it, it instantly uh, came to me I was actually, I had this uh, already prepared before we did our last Bible study. So I found it very interesting that uh, Minister Jamal, uh, his, he had a few questions there that he challenged everyone with. Uh, and the book of Leviticus came up in that topic of conversation. And when the message was sent out to me, you know, normally it's difficult for me to join those calls because of the time of night that it is for me versus when it happens Mountain Standard Time. But on that particular day, when I saw that that came up as a question, I said, oh, I have to join this because this just so happens to be right in alignment with the conversation that I'm looking to have with the workshop. And so, um, you know, Minister Jamal gave definitions on, on a few books. And again, Leviticus was one of them. And when I stumbled upon that verse that says, once again, if a man lies with a male as with a woman, 
both of them have committed an abomination. They shall surely be put to death, which I was like, oh my gosh, you know, the put to death part just floored me. <laughs> it floored me. I was just like, not, not death, you know? Um, but then it says further, their blood is upon them. And that again is Leviticus chapter 20, verse 13. If anyone wants to visit that verse themselves, uh, please feel free to do so. And uh, next weekend when we have our next workshop, I, I would be more than happy to dive a little deeper into this topic. But uh, again, I just found it to be very interesting. And then of course, Deuteronomy chapter 22, verse five, saying a woman shall not wear a man's garment, nor shall a man put on a woman's cloak for whoever does these things is an abomination to the Lord, your God. And I was like, okay, you know, the Bible is, is a teacher. It's a guidance to us all, right? It's a guide for us all. Um, and so when some of these verses <laughs> come up, you know, if ever even discussed, even in a service, and we have someone uh, that's joined our workshop or joined our ministry who starts to feel perplexed about that, those shared uh, verses in the Bible. Again, I want us uh, to be leaders of God and, and know how to address it. Uh, Brother Addis, were you able to find uh, what you were looking for there to share a little bit more on those other seven abominations? Oh, sure. Yeah, I found it. I had it. I just had to refine it because I didn't feel like looking for it. But <laughs> those seven about, you know, I'm going to keep it 100. I got uh, it in my web browser. It's just I just went on and just re-googled it again because I didn't feel like looking for it. Yeah. But uh, the seven abominations are haughty, was it, haughty eyes, uh, a lying tongue, hands that shed innocent blood, a heart that devises wicked schemes, uh, feet that are swift in running to mischief, a false witness who utters lies, and one who spreads strife among brothers. Okay. So we yeah. did a Bible study on this, on abomination, um, about, I don't know what y'all say, a few weeks back, not me, about a month or two back, we did, we about did about three weeks. Yeah, we did a Bible study on what abomination is and the, the seven abominations. So we, 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 and we did the Bible study for this very purpose, excuse me, so that we could have a clear understanding of the word, how God uses it and how it's meant to be used on our end. So we, we, we did a, a Bible study on it. It was very, I think it was very helpful. I know me and Ad talked about it after we did the Bible study, the different things he got from it. But yeah, we, we broke down these, and we broke down these seven abominations, what they meant and, yes. and, and the purpose of why God called these abominations. And we even, and I, and somebody correct me if I'm wrong, but then we go through those scriptures as well that city life talked about. I think we did, we went through those scriptures of what God says, a woman should not be wearing a man's garment. So we, we did, we broke that for the very purpose of knowledge because the church has condemned and has manipulated and used uh, these scriptures to uh, effectively uh, keep the LGBTQ community out of church and to yeah. make them feel 
uh, demonic and make them feel like devils and make them feel horrific in the eyes of God. So that's why we broke that down. Just, hey, this is what God is saying. This is what God truly means. And this is why we have to be careful when we go around uh, uh, speaking certain things. Yes, absolutely. It's interesting that, um, you know, the topic is being revisited because I don't believe, well, I know for a fact that um, I was not a part of that particular Bible study uh, event. And, um, you know, of course, with me being a leader uh, and, and mentor of this workshop, I thought it would be very important to address the topic because just for the same reasons that you mentioned, Minister Jamal, it is important that we understand how to utilize, uh, you know, how to discuss the concept of it because we don't want to deter anyone from joining the ministry or a workshop or any other event that this ministry conducts, making someone feel like they cannot be a part of it all due to, you know, how certain verbiage can be interpreted in the Bible. Um, and I loved what you said in our previous Bible uh, study, which is that, you know, most people, <laughs> they'll be the first ones to run and say it's a man-made book, but they don't think about the fact that that man was guided to write that book and use it as a vessel of God to share that information. And I loved, I absolutely love that because it's a true statement. Um, and the book is meant to be a guidance so that we can all be on our walks of God and in the right path with God. Um, and if people really literally took the book for its teachings, rather than sabotaging the word of it because of who they think perhaps wrote it when they can't even really say that. This, this Bible is very hundreds of years old. We're, we weren't even thought of <laughs> when this Bible was created. So for us to even come to the table with an argument about that is very interesting to me uh, because I find teachings and learnings in, in many books and guides and the Bible is one of them. And so. Um, it's uh, it's something that I think the homosexual community fears because of the language that is used. And, you know, as I was reading through it myself, I even had an eyebrow up like, oh, put to death, huh? Um, you know, we don't want that. We don't want to cause anyone to feel any hate. We, we want to heal people, right? That's the, the overall goal, help everybody achieve love it's it's it would be what um i don't even know what that acronym would look like if it was help everyone achieve hate uh that's not the goal yeah it's like yeah but um i i i i want us to continue to develop on this as we do work through the workshop uh i would like to address it a little bit more in depth next weekend when we return uh, you know, maybe even some of the shares that you had during that previous Bible study minister, if you wouldn't mind touching back on the subject of that for our audience in the God is not homophobic community, that would be amazing uh, for those who may have missed it. Of course, they can probably join the, uh, uh, hear the playback as well, um, but it never hurts to reiterate it as well. So uh, if we can maybe revisit on this subject next week, that would be great. Um, some of us can do some homework on it as well from some of those verses that I read and 
come back with your own interpretation of it and how you would explain it to the homosexual community if it were to come up uh, so that we can all be very well prepared to have that discussion in the event that it happens. Sound good? Sounds like a plan yeah. to me. Beautiful. Well, um, Minister, I know you have an anniversary today. Once again, congratulations. Um, I uh, wish I could have made it, you know. Um, this is a time right now where I wasn't able to, to book a flight and get out to Arizona, but I know that it'll be amazing for you both. And once again, congratulations on this celebration and a new journey in your life as well. It's a new page that you're writing in your book. It's beautiful. Oh, this is this is this is not this is the ministry anniversary. This is the ministry. Oh, ministry. This, this is for okay. the ministry. Yeah. This, this got, oh, it don't got nothing to do with my little silly, but this is for the ministry. Uh -huh. This is for the sister Comax and the Alanas and Maisha's <laughs> and Brother Addis and yourself and Brother De This is this is the ministry's anniversary right here. They're celebrating a year of servitude in a year of uh, uh, just just letting God lead them and guide them. So I'm just going to sit back and uh, smile and let the people of God celebrate um, wow. one year. Because I, I, I don't think they realize that they've made it a year. Yeah, I don't think it's clicked oh, in. Uh, they've made it a year. Yes, time flies. Um, I know that uh, since I've been part of the ministry myself, it, it, it doesn't feel like it's been as many months that, uh, you know, we've been engaged in the workshop now. Um, but time flies when you're having fun and we're always having fun with God. So uh, this is beautiful. Um, I, I, it's a great celebration. Then with that being said, uh, happy anniversary to the ministry. It's beautiful. So everyone, this is, uh, this is the end of the workshop for today. Again, I apologize for being delayed, um, but enjoy this evening's events. If it is on Zoom, if there's a link for it or anything like that, I'll be more than happy to participate. Uh, if I'm able to make it uh, at that at that particular window of time, okay. It's gonna be on Facebook. We'll we'll have oh, it on there. So if okay, you're able you. to participate, please get on. And okay. uh, we thank you for your support. Appreciate you. Thank, thank you. you. I appreciate you all too. Uh, have a very blessed day. Thank you too.